Thanks for tuning into Upward Way Podcast. If you're looking to be spiritually blessed, moved, and inspired, there is no doubt you are in the right place. On our show, guests recount their encounter with Christ and how their lives have been transformed through the grace and love of God. And now, please welcome our host. Hello and welcome to Upward Way. I am your host, Marlon Walters. My guest today is a staff member and part of the ministry team at Hope Channel Japan, Ivy Tagiam. Welcome to Upward Way. Thank you so much, Marlon. It's a privilege for me to be able to share this time and you know share my experience with people around. Yes, and I'm really delighted to have you. I know we have been trying to coordinate for a while, but nothing happens before it's time, and we trust that God allows allows things to unfold in His own timing. What I want to do to start, Ivy, is to retrace you know your steps a little bit you're not originally from japan so you know as you would be asked many times you know what is what brought you to japan let me start there yeah i'm from the philippines actually my mom lived here and she came here to work to support us so when i was 15 uh, she invited us or she asked us to live with her here in Japan. So, yeah, I've been here for many years. Yes, and, you know, persons will hear you saying you have been here for many years, but you don't look too older than a 15-year-old. What has that experience been like for you? you know, in a nutshell, you know, coming from your homeland to a new society, new language, new culture, what has that experience been like for you in a general sense? At first, you know, when we found out that we were, like, you know, believing here in Japan, it was um, actually exciting. Like we were excited, but you know, when the day comes, you know, like you're gonna be leaving. I felt like, oh no, will I survive? Because, you know, I don't know the language. I don't know, you know, like you cannot read the, the kanji. So how would I communicate? But yeah, it's a mixed feeling. It was hard at first, you know, learning the language and, you know, learning the culture, but I've loved it. I've learned the language, not that you know, uh, fast. You know, like maybe a year or two. It took me a year or two to learn the language, but now, you know, I cannot live in my country anymore. <laughs> that is awesome, and for my listeners, especially those of us who are in Japan, and we struggle like myself with the Japanese you can actually learn it. And as she just shared, it took maybe a little over a year for her to learn. And today, she's fluent in, in Japanese. I mean, that's not the focus of the interview, but you listen to her speak, she's able to converse just like a native speaker. I'm going to jump now into your you know, faith journey. So you are not just here in Japan to live and enjoy you know the beauty of the country but you happen to practice your faith so much so that even today you work as a part of the ministry team so as it relates to your faith journey where and when would you say it all began 
Oh, actually, uh, when I was born, we were Christian, but before we were not part of the the FDA church. Originally, my grandparents were Catholic, so you know, you when you were born, you're like automatically became like you know Catholic. And then my mom and my dad, they became like the born again Christians. Her family side is they have they're like Adventists. My great grandma is also Adventist on my mom's side. So she was not an Adventist, Seventh day Adventist before, but when she came to Japan, she's like searching for, you know, the truth. So yeah, to make the long story short, she became an Adventist. Before we came here to Japan, we uh, she actually um asked her brothers, you know, her brother is a pastor. So she asked her brother to look after us because I I was part of the like a broken family. Like my mom and dad got separated when I was young. So I was like living in my with my dad and then after living with my mom. So it was like a chaos. So when we were living with my mom, she asked because she lives here in Japan, she asked um her brother to look after us. And her brother was is is a Seventh-day Adventist pastor. So he was the one, before coming to Japan, he actually taught us or he actually take us to the church. So we have, you know, we have been experiencing the fellowship with SDA members before we came to Japan. I got baptized here in Japan when I was 17 years old. But that's just the start, you know. And after that, you know, a lot of things has happened. Yeah, I think you're going to ask me questions about that. <laughs> yes, I, I, I can just imagine, as you say, a lot of things would have happened. You know, at, at 17, many persons are unsure about life. But, you know, you decided that, you know, I want to take a leap of faith as it relates to, you know, walking with Christ. So maybe, you know, what was, let us say, the early part of that journey was? Because you said this took place before you came to Japan, right? Yeah. Right. So I, I suppose transitioning, you know, from that living again in a foreign land, what would have been, what were things like, you know, as it relates to navigating a new culture, embracing your faith, you know, maybe when you are here, not enough support, you know, in a society, what was it like then for you? Yeah, well, when I was in the Philippines, you know, maybe I was still a child then. I'm not that mature, right? Like, so um, before that, I really enjoyed going to church because uh, you, you have new friends. You learn a lot of things about the Bible. But when we came here, it started like, you know, teenager, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you wanted to explore. But, you know, going to church is like um, the first, you know, first years or like, ah, okay, I, I, I can, it's a lot of people in the church, new faces and then, after that, I was like, I have questions like, why am I here in the church? You know, like typical questions like, you know, I don't actually really know why I'm in the church. I did Bible study before, you know, when you, you're going to be baptized, you, you do Bible studies. But I don't really, you know, un- I didn't really understand why, you know, I will be baptized. So I, I'm, I was just there, like, just go with the flow. You know, because everyone's like, you know, you need to be baptized. <laughs> yeah, like normal, you know, like so. Yeah, I was in the church, but it was not actually like, you know, I, I really want to be there. 
like it's just part of like uh, your your mom goes to the church your family goes to the church your friend goes to the church i might as well just go you know <laughs> like kind of thing like like that yeah it was it was nice to be in the church but i really didn't know why the reason why i was in the church wow <laughs> i imagine for others you know they may have the same experience but today you know you are still not just in the church but you well, play you know an active role in the church so as it relates to your ministry in the church i know you have served media ministry you serve as a deaconess you sing on the choir so many things and today you you are part of the ministry at hope channel japan so in terms of that you know spiritual foundation what was it you know that caused you to remain anchored and maybe another way i would ask this question you know how did you actually pursue your own spiritual growth should i prepare uh, a tissue cuz i you might do you want me to cry <laughs> you can do as much as you need <laughs> no actually yeah like 10 years ago and sorry to cut in but you know if there are personal things you don't wish to share yeah I'm okay. There are things that I won't, you know, say, but it's it's 10 years ago, actually like really exactly 10 years ago. But for me it it feels like, you know, like it's forever. <laughs> I told you I I was in the church and then I went out like, you know, I am in I'm in the church, but I go around and you know, party and drink and you know do stuff that you know Christians shouldn't do right so it took maybe maybe 10 10 years to like i'm outside the church like i'm in the church but outside but, you know my mind is outside the church 10 years ago um i got really tired of the things that i was doing like you know i was asking god like I actually been to like many relationships that I shouldn't be in but before that you know going into that relationship I knew because I have a background in the church like I know that it's not good to be in that relationship but I am a hard-headed you know person so I was like oh I think it's going to be okay as long as I you know I can you know I can go back to church so I did it. I did some things that I should not be doing and then I got tired and you know one day I was really tired about these things and I was crying and blaming God like you know why have you allowed these things to happen to me because I've told you I I'm from a broken family right so there was this emptiness in my heart I was trying to fill like you know looking around and then looking for that person who will really give me that love that is lacking in my heart so i was crying to god and asking him why has he allowed these things to happen to me like you know i was just i just want these people who i love to love me back right and then you know what happened is like literally i heard like a voice like 
I heard his voice like talking to me and saying, you're doing the same thing to me. Right? You know? Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, because I was like, am I really hearing it? But like, you know, maybe I'm just hallucinating, you know, like imagining things because I'm I'm so mad. So I was like, um, the voice that I heard, like, I just really want to give you love, but you're rejecting me. So you're doing the same thing to me. And I, I was like, you know, I get teary eye when I remember it because it's the start of my journey, right? So that night, I was like, oh, <laughs> I felt so selfish because, you know, God did nothing wrong to me, right? But I was rejecting him, rejecting him. And I, I realized that he is the love that I was looking for. He is the only one who can feel this emptiness that I had in my heart. So from that day, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, before that, actually before that, going like like maybe a month or two, um, my sister, you know, my sister Grace, right? She is actually one of the person who helped me like in this journey because she saw how, how do I say it? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not in good shape like spiritually and stuff like you know physically maybe she saw how how sad or you know how unhappy i am so she advised me she gave me an advice that um changed my life like she told me why don't you try like um listening to sermons instead of um watching or you know listening to secular things or like listen to hymns and sermons for a week and then if nothing happens okay i'm okay with that i'm not gonna say anything about god anymore to you so i'm not gonna be doing you know i'm gonna i'm not gonna uh force you to listen to those things but just do it and then i will let me know what will happen and then i did it for a week like i start i stopped you know watching movies i stopped what listening to songs because i love listening to songs you know even if i just hear the intro i know what what song it is so like you know i stopped doing those things and then yeah there's the change was like really fast like after a month and then i i heard the voice that god you know god was talking to me like i also did the same thing to him like the changes were like everyone was shocked when they saw me like is this Ivy that we know? <laughs> like, you know, I go to church early. Like, you know, I'm the, the, the first one in, in church. And before, you cannot ask me to, to even sing in front. <laughs> or just even sit in front, you cannot ask me. <laughs> I always stay at the back, like, you know. But then, you know, that day, really, when I heard God's voice, it changed my life. That's a powerful testimony. And I know if I don't ask you anything else, that would be enough for the audience. But, you know, just like you, I like songs. I, I wouldn't consider myself a singer. But the, this song by Jimmy Swaggart, you know, the, the title of a song says, His voice, you know, makes the difference. And the chorus would say, you know, His voice makes the difference. When he speaks, he relieves my troubled mind is the only voice I hear that makes the difference and I'll follow one day at a time. It seems as if 
these lyrics, you know, that Jimmy Swaggart wrote could have been written just by you because having heard God speaking to you in that audible sense, then you responded. I must also say something. This is just from my own mm-hmm. observation. You know, the Lord says in his word, let your light so shine before men and they may see your good works. And someone might be hearing you, sharing your testimony and say, you know, she's just talking. But this is something that I I see, you know, weekly that when I go to church, you are one of those persons who are there, you know, before others. So it's not just talk, people, it's substance. It's not just talk, it's substance, it's a reality. So praise God. <laughs> yes, praise God. And as you talk about, you know, God speaking to you as well, why do you suppose for some individuals or for many people, they find it so difficult to trust God's plans for their lives? Because I imagine after he would have spoken to you, he would have outlined to you what his plans for your life would have been. So why do you suppose so many people find it difficult and not just finding it difficult, but some of them even just neglect their faith altogether and they you know, go another way? Mm. Yeah, that's a difficult one. So it takes some time to process it. <laughs> I know, because, you know, based on my experience, I used to do that because we have our own plans, right? We have our our own ways on how we want to live, right? So I think it's human nature. Like, we're hard, hard-headed. hard <laughs> We don't listen. Even in, with our parents, we don't listen, right? When we were, you know that, right? So maybe they just haven't experienced God in their life. They haven't seen how God really worked for me because before that I have background. I told you my parents, my mom is she she really loves God. So I saw a lot of like miracles happen before, you know, coming to Japan. So that's also maybe things that helped me to really accept like or really listen or follow God like in an instant because I've seen a lot of a lot of those things. But for us other people, I think they have haven't been in that environment or they haven't seen any of those things. So maybe that is one reason why they are not, you know, they don't want to follow or they don't want to listen to God. I don't know but if my answer was correct. But you know, yeah. There are people who's like to see is to believe, right? If they don't see what's happening or they don't see any miracles they don't believe well the, your answer can't be incorrect because it's based on your own experience <laughs> and you know d- different persons will see it in a i would say a different way now i'm gonna go into you know challenges we face as we traverse life's journey not just spiritually but you know also in a social way of course you did highlight a few of those which might have been because of your choices but whether or not they were your choices you know what would have been some of the greatest challenges that you had to overcome as an individual and in the same breath you know what would have been or what would have been your strategy or how were you able to overcome some of these challenges Wow, okay. I still have a lot of challenges, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I still have those things. Like, every day is a struggle. Like, every day is, you know, I need to die to myself daily. And I'm, I'm happy 
you you mentioned that because I framed the question this way deliberately, and that is how some people imagine it that okay, I'm finished with that challenge and that's it. <laughs> Life will be smooth. But I'm happy you do you did mention that it's a continuous journey, but you can go ahead. Yeah, because you know we are being sanctified every day. <laughs> so uh there are challenges, there are things that I used to do that was easy for me to give up. Like, you know, I used to go drinking and partying and uh, watching things that I should not be watching, right? And listening to those uh, music because I love I love to sing. You know that I love to sing, right? So I, I, I was able to give up those things through God's help. I, I really prayed for it. Like when I, I, I told God, okay, Lord, you gave me uh voice to sing not i'm i'm not telling that i'm good in you know singing but you have given me this voice to sing so i used it before <laughs> not to glorify your name but to glorify myself so from now on i'll be singing for your glory alone so i i asked him to help me because that was my weakness i i really love singing with friends you know we go to karaoke and sing like for many hours so god helped me there are like there was a time when I, I just prayed. I was <laughs> like, Lord, please help me not to, you know, be tempted to go to the to karaoke because I don't want to sing those things anymore. And then after I prayed, there was a phone call from a friend asking me, do you want to go to karaoke tonight? <laughs> I was like, oh, why, Lord? This is so fast. You know, the temptation, you know, the test is so fast. So, And then that moment, I was like, Lord, please help me to just, I love my friends because I, I will do anything for them. Like, you know, my friends and me is like, they are first before me, you know? So I cannot say, that's also one of my weakness. I cannot say no. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when they say, okay, uh, I, I'll go with you guys. Even if sometimes, you know, there was like a battle, like, you know, should I choose God or should I choose my friends? So, before I didn't know the line where I should, you know, draw the line. But God helped me little by little, you know, he helped me to like, I be, you should, you know, I told myself God should be the first one in my life before others, right? So I think that what that's what helped me to overcome those small things. But I still have a lot, you know, like bigger ones that I should overcome. <laughs> Yes, and I I will not allow the audience to get an insight into what those bigger ones are because <laughs> some things are just not going to be shared. So as you talk about, you know, drawing that line, for me, it's about, you know, maintaining balance in, in terms of handling life's challenges. You know, what advice... Yeah, this this is something I didn't plan to ask, but what advice would you give to you know the youth? Because you know we we have a lot of youth, and there are some who they grow up in the protective arms of their their family. They have mom and dad for you. You didn't necessarily have that all the time. So, what advice would you give to youth as they you know struggle with some of the things that you have struggled with? You know, as a youngster. And even now, you will still have your own struggles. So 
take five, 10 minutes to just to give some advice to the youth, especially, you know, the ones who are in a society where, you know, there are so many things that are just, you know, pulling at them, pulling at them each day. Yeah. You know how I love the youth in the church, right? Um, they are like my babies. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah, because I've seen them grow, you know, because, you know, I'm their auntie <laughs> or their mom. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think for I, what I I can give to them is, I wish somebody have told me before, like, just read your Bible because God will really give you instruction on how you should live there, you know, how you should live your life. And I wish I've known that before because if I should have, you know, I would have known that. Like, I I, I know that I should read my Bible before, but I was not listening to, to you know, those people who have more experience than me. <laughs> so for the youth, praying and also reading your Bible is the best advice that I can give to them. Because, you know, there are people you look up to. Yeah, you look up to, but it's kind of risky. If that person made a mistake, you will be like, you know, okay. Oh, Oh, why did he do that? Or why did she do that, right? Then your fate will be gone. <laughs> so the only thing that I can give them is to just just look look at Jesus. He is the, you know, he's the only one you can look up to. And yeah, he is, you know, you know, my favorite song is The Love That Will Not Let You Go. So that's the only thing that I can give them. Just look up to Jesus. Very simple yet so effective. Read your Bible and look up to Jesus. And that is something I would want to also endorse because that has been my experience, you know, throughout the few years that I've been a part of the faith, just reading the Bible, you know. And sometimes persons will hear you say, read the Bible, and they may ask how or things like those. But read the Bible and apply the stories to to life. Don't just read them and just see them as stories, but apply them to life. So you read about, let us say, David, and you say, oh, David defeated Goliath. But you don't think about, you know, what it is that caused him to have had that courage. It was because he had a perfect belief that God could, you know, bring him victory. Now I'm going to transition now into your life as a full-time minister. I don't know if you've think about it in <laughs> capacity, but you really are. So you're a part of the ministry, ministry team at Hope Channel Japan. So if you could just walk us through a little bit, you know, what is that like? A little insight as to what are some of the things you do or what are some of the things that is done there. So maybe not just what you do, but maybe what is done there. You could maybe take it from there. Yeah. Can I can I just give you a background on sure, how sure. I... I joined this ministry. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. I, I, I feel too, too axed. It's okay. So this one also, I, I actually prayed for it because I told you I was, um, I want to dedicate my life in doing God's work because I was you know, out and then doing things that I, I wanted to do on my own, right? So I, pro I asked God, so how can I serve you better? You know, I think when you finally realize what God has done for you, you will have this compassion for people outside. Like you will 
really see them in different right before you're just like ah okay there's a lot of people outside so it's okay i um maybe somebody will you know uh, share with them the good news so it's not me so it's not my work but when you realize what god has done for you and you really want to share that to people right like yeah like the good news you, you cannot you know contain yourself like ah, i really want these people to also experience what i've experienced so i prayed to god like lord what should i do where what can i do like uh, to help these people around me like here in japan because it's the language right they have language bar- barriers so how could i share to them in you know in japanese or the language that they know so one day i was uh, i used to work in a, a finance company before so i prayed lord I want to do, I, I want to go do a ministry for you. I, and also I want to do missionary work. So first I prayed to, to God uh, to send, you know, give me work that I, you know, where I can really share his love to people. So there was a a call in our church like who wants to go to like Mindoro, the AWR mission trip for the pastors here in Japan. Like they've sent pastors from Japan, right, to the Philippines to do an evangelistic series for three weeks. So I was like, oh, I, I want to sign up for that. So I signed up and then went to the Philippines for the AWR program. So when I came back, the work that I was doing, it doesn't feel like, you know, I, I still want to do those things. Like, you know, I was... Uh, um, secretary in the company so i was like i don't think this is the, the work that i want to do to continue you know so i prayed and then pastor mark the former pastor of Tokyo international church he he asked me do you want to try you know uh the hope channel japan because they're looking for um, a staff so i was like oh i don't know because I don't have any background in editing and, you know, filming. And I only have a little in our church, right? You know, helping in the media, but not as a job, like not as a, you know. So I was like, oh, Lord, is this the ministry that you want me to do for you? So after I prayed, I opened my devotion that that day and the answer was there. So, yeah, that's why I told you I, I need the book so I can read <laughs> the thing that, you know, that God's answer for me. So, yes, take, take your time and read. And I, I'm just saying to my listening audience, I was about to share the response, you know, that God gave her as she had devotion that morning. So please, if you weren't paying attention before, now is the time to pay attention. Go ahead. Ivy. Yes. So this is just one part of the paragraph. It's a book called The Atmosphere, His Highest. So uh, I'll read it. And, and who's the author? Oswald Chambers. Okay. Yeah, this is the paragraph. Never choose to be a worker, but once God has placed his call upon you, who will be to you if you turn aside, to the right or to the left? It's in Deuteronomy twenty eight fourteen, And then... I told God, right? Like, Lord, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> what should I do? And then the next uh, sentence is like, he will do with you what 
he never did before his call came to you. And he will do with you what he is not doing with other people. Let him have his way. So it's like, oh, okay. Okay, Lord. <laughs> so this is the answer. So, okay, I will tell my pastor. I will I will join the Hope Channel Japan. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, the beginning. I'm still learning because I didn't study editing before, but every every time I, I edit, I pray. <laughs> like, Lord, I don't have any idea on how to, you know, make this video uh, for the people who will look, you know, who will watch this. So please help me find the right music. Help me find the right uh, footage so I can give glory to your name. So that's how I survive every day. Awesome. But in truth, you know, we we are always learning what we are doing. But I, I loved, as I listened to, to you, we hear some statements which sound cliche, and I'm happy that you didn't use those, you know, cliche statements because sometimes people think it's a start. But the truth is, you know, when God asks us to do something, we oftentimes are not equipped to do it, but he will train us. You know, we just need to be willing. And once we are willing, then he will take care of the okay. training. And today, as you are saying, you realize, you know, working in finance was not what you really enjoyed each day, but you wanted to give your life in service. Just, uh, I would say, a, a light-hearted um, question, you know, when people think about you, you know, they would have their own concept of you and your close friends know you pretty well. But what would you say would surprise most persons <laughs> about you? Most of the people in the church before we became close, you know, they, they think I'm a snub person. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really talk a lot before. I used to be like, you know, if you don't talk to me, I'm not going to talk to you. But, you know, I realized that that's not how you make friends. So, you know, I want to share the gospel or if I want to have Christ's character, I don't think he's like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so sometimes it still comes out, you know, the old ivy. Like, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm praying that God will give me more friendlier, <laughs> you know approach or face where people can approach me without you know hesitating that oh maybe this person will snub me or <laughs> yeah well i suppose that's why you know we're a team as you say people will think that you're 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 snobbish you're a snob but when they get to know you they realize it, it's totally different the other, the other way around yes <laughs> I picked something out of your story that you shared earlier, you know, that your sister came to you, you know, she didn't pressure you in any way, but she just said, you know, why don't you just think about, you know, just even if it's a last time, just, you know, listen to something else, you know. So apart from the songs that you would usually listen to and the places that you would usually go, why don't you just maybe try listening to some sermons and see if there would be a change? So if there were some individuals you'd love to give God thanks for that you'd have met along your faith journey. This is your faith journey, not just life, but of course, you could make it broader that you'd want to give God thanks for, you know, 
who would these individuals be and also why would you want to say god you know thank you for these individuals that you have placed in my life hmm it's a hard question but you know so when i was young those who build the foundation i don't know if you know, know them they're in you know tachikawa church right now but they are the the morales family who helped me they were my teachers in the sabbath school they are the ones who have given me like um advices because we were young when i i, I joined the church so i was young so uh they were the one who built the foundation i think and also my mom right she is my personal you know my personal elegy i think like she prayed for me like i think she's still praying for me until now yeah my mom and uh my Kok International Church family and also my sister and uh, a friend of mine who is now in uh, South Africa he is actually one of the mentor when i came back to church he actually helped me um he gave me a lot of books <laughs> to read so <laughs> i was not <laughs> idle <laughs> like you know it's like he loves books so he gave me a lot of books to read so it helped me to be able to learn more about god and to have a closer relationship with god so I, i'm not going to mention his name because i don't think people they don't need to know who he is but he is one of the mentor <laughs> that helped me as well you know right now at this moment i have you know friends in church who helped me when i am down who helped me who i can share what i read in the bible who i can discuss or you know make conversation about the things that i struggle with so god really blessed me with people who who really was there to support me it's great to have a mom who will pray for her children not to pray for them to become wealthy but to pray yeah. that they will have a nurturing relationship with God and as you said you had mentors and some of them are still mentoring you as you go along i know we're getting toward the end of the interview but it's it, it's so refreshing to to really you know interact with you and this question is something you i mean you have answered segments of this but as it relates to maintaining balance and this is not balance in terms of time management but life comes and with life you know there are disappointments you know there are setbacks there are difficulties as i just said so how do you maintain that balance so whenever you would have had you know disappointments whenever you have faced this um, rejection you know distresses discouragement what has been that key to maintaining balance in your life to allow you to stay you know on course and to maintain your integrity in Jesus oh uh, there is a quote this quote that i love i don't know if i can remember the whole thing but you know there's nothing to fear i know you know this one <laughs> there's nothing to fear lest you forget how god has led you in the past right So I just look back on how God led me 
this far and then pray to him like lord you know you have a plan for me that's the verse that my sister gave to me when she she talked up to me uh sharing with me so she gave me the jeremiah 29:11 so i know that god has a plan and all things work together for good for those who love god right so i i just pray i just pray to god uh, like remind me of his love when I, i i cannot you know i cannot see the the light you know so just look back and see how god had led me and everything it's clear again <laughs> yes when we remember that god was victorious in the past yes it's really it really empowers us for the future the last question i'm going to toss at you this one has to do with projection you know for the future you did indicate that you enjoy ministry and you wanted to make your life you know ministry centered or ministry focused so if there's one thing that you feel that god is you know calling you to do right now so let us say you could start a new ministry you sh- could go to a new place whatever it, it is you know what would you say that is and then who would that ministry serve oh at this moment because i told you um i joined hope channel because i want to share with people around i don't know if i can say it here but you know i really want to be you know with people like one on one like talk to them personally and uh, not just you know sharing sharing it by using your like talents or like anything or other stuff is okay but the people around us right now looking back to what happened this past years people around us need like personal interaction like you know they want to really know that you're there for them or you're really listening you have personal connection with them so you're right i want to build a new ministry where i can really go around and um be with people not just you know in front of the computer sharing but i want to be connected with them and share really god's love to them you say that personal one on one ministry well when you're ready you have a volunteer <laughs> to join yes yeah let's make let's make a new ministry <laughs> yes well join <laughs> in strength in that ministry Well, let me say thanks for really taking the time out to share today your story with us. We have been speaking with Ivy Tagiam. She is a part of the ministry team at Hope Channel Japan. But not only so, she serves her local church, Tokyo International Seventh-day Adventist Church in various capacities. You will see her singing on the choir, you will see her serving as a deaconess and so She's really fully ingrained in ministry and working but of course she says she would love to do more but as is customary on our show Ivy do you have any parting words to share with our listeners Yeah there are times in our life like you know how we don't see the light right like lord maybe this is the end of it you lose hope but what i want to share with them is like god has overcome a lot of things for us like you know he really won everything for us right so just look up to him 
and don't don't let go of his hand. He will be coming soon, and we will be going home. So move forward, like like this ministry upward way. <laughs> we need to look forward in his soon coming. So yeah, hold on, hold on to God's promises. We will surely hold on to God's unchanging hand and to his promises. You've been in tune to Upward Way. Do join us again next week when we'll have another interesting guest sharing his or her story of faith. You can subscribe to weekly episodes on the Apple, AWR, Lord Voice, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podcast Guru apps. Or you can just visit Upward Way Facebook page, click like, and leave a comment. Until then, I am Marlon Walter saying goodbye. May God bless you. You've been listening to the Upward Way Podcast, the number one audio production show for people who want encouragement and reassurance in a muddled world.